Hello everybody, it's Regina, I'm back. I'm your host on Moms Who Achieve. We are going to talk today about the conscious mind. If you refer back to episode one, I did go over very briefly of the different parts of the stick man, which is what we use to give ourselves an image of our mind as we think about the different parts and how to use it to break cycles, to change our paradigms, to get rid of limiting beliefs. It's very important in our journey. We'll make sure we discuss what the conscious mind is, what it's capable of, why it's important, three powerful ways that it interacts with ideas, and an overview of our intellectual factors. We'll also walk away with the most important question we want to ask ourselves when a thought or idea enters into our conscious mind. So let's get started. If you remember from episode one, I talked about the conscious mind being where any thoughts or idea comes into our mind. It's where we're able to accept an idea, reject an idea, or originate an idea. Those are the three ways that we interact with ideas that come in. And those ideas typically come in through our five senses, right? So see, hear, smell, taste, touch. We are very much a society where we're raised through our senses and we're programmed that way, unfortunately, as well. So this is our physical plane. When you hear something, uh, someone may say something to you at school, the grocery store, at work. Um, You may hear something in a book. You may be watching a TV show, a YouTube channel, whatever. Ideas are constantly flowing through your mind. And whether you know it or not, you are choosing to believe, so accept, to reject, or you are originating your own ideas. And the thoughts that we choose to accept or we originate, they determine the results in our life. Hence the saying, you become what you think about. Because we attract what we are in vibration with and our thoughts create our vibration. So it's really important to understand how powerful the conscious mind is because, which is actually a blessing, we get to determine what thoughts stay, what thoughts we accept that then go to our subconscious mind and then carry on its reality. It's important to understand your power in that because oftentimes, I think just from conditioning from childhood, we forget that everything that we believe is just choice. It's literally a choice. Whatever it is that you believe to actually be fact is only a choice. You could very well be choosing to believe something else is fact. And when we think about that, then it causes us to kind of challenge many of the beliefs that we've, we have and that we've always had. And then you go down a rabbit hole and you realize that many of your very deep rooted beliefs were not what you chose. Now, you may agree with them now, but they weren't any beliefs that you chose to agree with. Those were agreements that were made when you were a child and you had no choice. You are automatically going to pick up what's around you and believe and adopt the behaviors and and beliefs of those who are caring for you. I think this is super powerful because when you realize this to be fact, then you can sit down and you can really think about what do I believe? What is serving me from these beliefs and what is not? Many of our beliefs actually cause the limiting beliefs that keep us from achieving our goals, keep us from setting goals, or even from believing the actual fact that we can create any goal and meet it. 
So when we discussed how to achieve our goals, we have to talk about the conscious mind because ideas, thoughts are coming from the outside world, from our external physical plane all the time, from your loved ones, your coworkers, the TV, the radio, social media, posts that people put on there, uh, the pictures that people, you know, want you to think that they're living. It is so important to understand our power in that because, you know, for instance, instead of seeing a post and being down about it, for example, oh, I'm not shit or I'm not doing this or I should be doing that. In that moment, you can actually decide what thoughts you're going to allow your mind to accept. And then we must get into the fact of, well, where I am is my fault, as in I control my reality. And at first thought, that may be uncomfortable for most people because most likely your entire life, you've not been told or explained to or you've not understood the power that you actually have. Because as a society on many different levels, it's always an external reason why we aren't doing X, Y, or Z, or it's someone else's fault, which again is a belief that we have decided to accept or that was given to us as a child and we had no choice, but we're still living in that belief and that paradigm as adults. And now that we understand that, we can start to think about the thoughts that come in our mind on a daily basis, a second by second basis. And we can take control of that because now we understand that, oh, I get to choose whether this is true for me or it's not. And that is vitally important because if you want to break down those limiting beliefs that are deep down in your subconscious mind, the paradigms, the beliefs that we live by, if you want to change those, you have to start where those thoughts are coming in at so that as you start to move and change the way you live your life, the thoughts and beliefs that you have allowed to control you, you're going to be triggered very often and you'll have to understand and have the ability to say, hold up, is this a thought that's serving me? Is this true for me? Is this what I want to live by? And you can say, well, no. And you can reject that idea or that belief. Whereas before, you may have very well accepted whatever thoughts came into your mind because you weren't aware of the power that you actually have. So as a recap, the conscious mind is where we have the ability to accept, reject, or originate our own ideas. Ideas come in 24-7 through our senses. And as these thoughts and ideas come through, your job is to say, Will this serve me? Is this idea going to help me or hurt me? Is it going to move me towards my goal or move me away from my goal? No longer should you just go with the flow, let whatever whim thought come in, control your actions, control your thoughts, thus controlling your life. And as you become more aware of those thoughts that you already have or as thoughts come in, even from your own mind, then you have the power to start breaking those down so that you can change those limiting beliefs that you likely have. And many of these concepts as we move through these episodes and on my show, you won't, you'll see that I often can repeat something, but that's because as I told you guys in episode one, 
that learning comes from constant spaced repetition, meaning that you don't just hear something one time and now you know it and deep, deep down in your subconscious. You do not. You have to constantly repeat that information in many different ways so that you get on vibration with it, so that you actually get emotionally involved with the idea. So this is done on purpose. This is why people do affirmations. This is why hypnosis works very well. You have to repeat things. You have to hear them differently. You have to study them over and over again for it to actually become part of your vibration. Now, I want to talk about something called the mental or intellectual factors. These six factors are what separate us from other mammals in the kingdom. And unfortunately, I feel as though this is like the most important concept of the mind and well none of this is really being talked about in school but if we would focus just on the six intellectual factors that we have I think people in general the children as we grow we will be aware of our power so the six mental faculties or intellectual factors you may hear them interchangeably are and none are more important than the other reason perception imagination will memory, and intuition. I'll start with reason. So this is actually the conscious mind, our thinking mind, our ability to choose. You know, we become what we think about. We can create an idea and we can think for ourselves. We use reason to build the image of what we want, to build the image of our life, to build our reality, whatever we may want that to be. Our perception. So our perception is the way that we see something. Um, it changes our attitudes on things. You can have two people looking at the same thing or same situation and both have different perceptions. So our perception is very heavily influenced by our experiences, our beliefs, and it definitely dictates our attitude towards something. Bob Proctor would talk very often about the ability to look at things from a different angle, to look at them from a different point of view. Even if you kind of think like if something's going on, I'm like, oh, what would Bob Proctor think about that? How would he look at that? Like he would actually like sit and think of it from, well, what would Earl Nightingale think about this? And try his very best to look at the situation, something bothering him or a particular situation, look at it from a different point of view. And we will develop and oftentimes change our perception that will actually serve us. The imagination. This is our ability to build whatever picture we want in our mind. Um, every idea starts here. When I started studying the mental faculties, I feel like this was the most amazing one to me because when we think about imagination, we often think about children, right? Um, they call it daydreaming and kids get in school, get in trouble at school for that. Right. So when I learned that we always have our imagination that, you know, we're born with it. And oftentimes it's just very weak. So every person is actually creative. We all are creative. We just don't tap into it. And it can be strengthened by proper use. But if you think about what's so magnificent about it is that every single invention, just kind of look around, no matter where you are, whether you're in the car, you know, the cars next to you, the car you're you're in, the building across the street, the lights that tell you when to stop and go, the signs for pedestrians. You know, if you're at home, your bed, your chair, your refrigerator to keep your food cold, like 
on and on and on. And it just keeps getting better and better of the inventions. And it's so amazing that every single invention, every single thing that we use and oftentimes take for granted was literally just an idea in one person's mind at one point. Literally, it was nothing more than that. So I've always been intrigued when I started studying the mental faculties about imagination and just trying to get creative in my writing, get creative in my thoughts and being able to actually build a picture. And if you can build a picture in your mind, you can hold it in your hand. So anytime that you can think of something, know that it can be done with proper use of your imagination. Our fourth faculty, the will. So this is in cohesion with the subconscious mind, because once you get an image, your subconscious mind will carry that out to fruition. So the will is our ability to hold something on the screen of our mind and stay focused on that to the distraction of anything else. So cutting out all distractions and being able to focus on something. And one way that Bob Proctor talked about how to develop our will is things like light a candle sit in a chair across from that candle and just stare at it, stare at it, stare at it, stare at it until you become one with that candle. You can do it with a circle on the wall or any piece of object that's staying still. The point of it is to be able to bring your mind to be in cohesion and be one with the thoughts or an object, I guess, that you're thinking about in front of you. So this is helping us with our ability to concentrate because we'll need that as we try to Um, As we do create goals and then we work to meet those goals, because as you know, all kinds of things are distracting us every day, all day long. The fifth one, memory. So oftentimes people will say and they actually believe they have a bad memory and we actually none of us have a bad memory. We have perfect memory. We remember what it is we find important. We remember in ways that we've taught ourselves to remember. There's a book that I've not yet gotten but uh, called the memory book. And it talks about different ways, like how you can remember all kinds, like hundreds of names in just a few minutes or just different things that you can remember. And just like any of these other faculties, the memory can be strengthened by practicing. The last faculty is intuition. And this is our ability to pick up the vibrations of other people around us. We are all made of energy, so we all vibrate. You ever like been at the store or anywhere and you feel like someone's looking at you or someone's staring at you and you turn around, they are. Like that is your intuition. Or if you're somewhere and you just don't have a good feeling about it or you feel like a thought comes in, you know, I should do this or I should do that. So we get all kinds of messages to us through our intuition. And for some people, that's a little weaker. Some people it's stronger. But again, it can be developed over time through practice and through listening to what our body is telling us and being aware of what we're thinking and what our body is feeling. So that wraps up about the six faculties. That was a super shallow definition of everything. Like you literally, literally can have an episode on each one. I created a printable for you to go ahead and download so that you can put into your binder and use it to refer back to when you're doing your studies. So it's important for us to remember that we choose our thoughts. As an adult, you're no longer a child. You have the ability to accept, reject, or originate an idea. And our six higher faculties were given to us to create goals, to meet them, to 
vibrate above to continue to grow, to continue to elevate. And the more we practice, the more we study, the more we actually get in vibration with all of this information, the more it will become second nature to us and we will attract like information. And as this relates to whatever current situation or problem that you're having right now, just remember that you could take a second and the thoughts that are coming through, you can decide if that's serving you and if it's not. And if it's not, throw it out. Think of something else. Create another thought. What thoughts can you think of that can help you get past or deal with this situation head on? Marie Forleo, I'm reading her book right now and it's called Everything is Outable. And I love that so much because literally, if you can sit and think about any situation that you've had in the past, you've always figured it out. You've always gotten through. And our thoughts, they create our beliefs. They create our actions, which then get our results. Be mindful of the thoughts that you are allowing to create the belief that you have. Be mindful of the thoughts that you are continuing to ponder on that do not serve you. Be mindful of the thoughts that you are creating, maybe even yourself, that is actually hindering you from actually meeting and creating and reaching those goals that you set for yourself. So as we wrap up, remember this question this week. Any given thought that comes to you, just ask, is this thought serving me? Is it pushing me, catapulting me forward to this said goal that I have? Or is it causing damage? Is it causing me to think negatively about myself or my situation? Is it causing me to move backwards? And if that's the case, stop, take a deep breath, reject the idea. Tell yourself that you do not accept that idea and create a new one. Y'all be blessed. So at the end of my episodes, I like to shout out a mom who is achieving. And today I want to talk about Rosemary from the UK. She is a podcasting coach. She's amazing. She has a podcast called Too Busy to Podcast. She has a daughter and she's a dog mom and she's so freaking helpful with the podcast, right? I had a, what, 30-minute conversation with this woman, and she hooked me up. Like, homegirl knows exactly what she's doing. Where I was confused, I left very much with clarity. I left the conversation very empowered. I knew exactly, may have not known everything, but I knew the steps to take to do what I needed to do to get this going. And I really feel like our conversation is what really pushed me to just do it, you know, speaking to someone who's a mom, who's doing all the things and who is still able to have her podcast, run it, provide so much value and super inspiring. And it helped me, she just motivated me right through the Zoom call to get my shit together. Um, her podcast, Too Busy to Podcast, I have did a deep dive into um, her uh, specifically season one which is all the things for new podcasters I mean what platforms to use where to host I didn't know that there was a difference between hosting and editing and all these different things um, she put me up on many different platform systems softwares that are simple for the beginner um, she gave me advice on my trailer like all the things y'all like she just knows what she's doing so if you had any 
inkling of maybe one to start your own podcast because every one of us has a voice we all need to tell our story please check her out listen to her podcast and plus she's got the best accent like I could talk to her forever (laughs) but no seriously um, she's very helpful and she offers a few different services you can do a strategy strategy a strategy session with her and she'll help you work through it all um wherever you are in your journey wherever you are whether it's the planning phase or you have a podcast and it's just not hitting like you thought it would um she does consulting she does the managing side i believe she does everything so hit her up too busy to podcast follow her on instagram subscribe to her podcast if you at all ever thought about starting your own podcast and if you have thought about it fucking do it just learn the shit as you go you got it i will see you next week